Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey friends, quick thing off the top here. It's, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. And me. Oh yeah, we're here too. And yeah. we're all yeah. here. All of us. We just like, I just like to introduce ourselves just because we, we haven't introduced ourselves yet. So we're going to introduce ourselves. Allow again. myself to introduce <laughs> myself. I mean, that's basically what we're doing. This is like our pre-introducing ourselves introduction of ourselves. That's correct. What episode, episode are we on right now? Episode 106, we decided Seven. to start pre 107. 107. Yeah. Okay. I was a pretty yeah. good guess. Pretty close. Pretty close. Um, just a little note to make sure um, to listen right to the end of today's episode. The very end. So you get all the information because this one is a, is a really, are there bloops at the end? There will be a couple, couple good bloops at okay, the end. Well, Don't leave before the bloops then. Okay. So like kind of between the bloops and, and, and whatever this message is. So just listen through all just like keep, you normally do. Just listening. keep listening until yeah. you get all the information that you need to make the decisions that you need for your life. Okay. Oh. And then you'll hear hilarious bloops and it'll all yep. be okay. Wow. This was mysterious. On with the show! Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Well, actually, I have questions. Nanpa 9, Bureau of Anomalous Legends, Lore, and Spectacle. We're sort of more like freelancers. We don't necessarily take... Uh, we take our directions from the big guy. Yeah, normally we kind of just look towards Glim in that book. The prophecies say that in the hmm. not-so-distant future, a great army of the undead will sweep over the land led by the shadow. No, uh, come on. There's hold on, no way. Hold on, have you met the shadow? <laughs> there is strange things afoot, and this new prophecy might be the way that we need to go. I mean, we're not doing anything else right now. We're certainly not going to Celestia. Nope. Because we can follow simple direction. Yeah. These metal bars crash to the ground behind oh, you. Watch out behind you guys. Look, they're, look out behind you. Took you long enough. Stop fucking around, boys. You guys were supposed to be here a couple hours ago. They, you know, they, they they don't speak monkey. They couldn't get us across the crater. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Do labels on shirts mean nothing anymore? Here, have a Werther's. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Amy Moore. Yes, she, her, and I am playing Sullivan Slight, a lightfoot halfling rogue. He, him. And Tom Lair. He, him, and I am playing Moot, who is a half-orc wild magic sorcerer who also goes by he, him. And Carla Maxted. She, her, I am playing Glim, a dragonborn paladin, also she, her. And joining us again today, the loveliest of guests who might backstabble you, it's Lindsay Bowen. He, him, played Nanpa Nine, an autonome fighter of indeterminate subclass. A kindly older gent with candies for all. Oh, kindly seems like a bit of a stretch. Got all so those worthers, thought. though, right? So that's trustworthy. I mean, who doesn't love a worther? No, when you asked to see, well, you didn't ask to see the labels. When when Smart Monkey showed you his label, it said not evil. You might have noticed that Nanpa didn't show you his label. Wonder what it mm. says. Very evil, I'd assume. Or, or just <laughs> not. And you have to be standing side by side. Not, not evil. <laughs> not not exactly. evil. It's a double We're, negative. Not right. evil. Yeah. Not. It's very important to show them both at the same time. That yeah. future reference when you are now being brought on now a destiny. Max okay. to see both labels. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now yep. we know you got to learn these lessons the hard way sometimes. It's, it's I guess. true. Our characters are still so young. It's true. There's so much they haven't learned yet. So much. Like the label rule. Where you can provide us labels or items or NPCs 
is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where we take all of those lovely things and turn them magic-like into, well, but no, we just take them verbatim because they're pretty good ideas and we use them in the show. Oh, um, much better than our own ideas. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. But when you are a patron, you also receive an episode dedication of which today we are dedicating our episode to Kelly Conrad. Kelly Conrad. Thanks, Kelly. Kelly. Oh, the alliteration of your name I makes know. me happy. It's definitely like a, a comic book character. Yeah. Kelly Conrad. Ooh. Kelly from the Daily Conrad. News. From mm-hmm. Of course. Daily yep. News. Daily News. Yep. <laughs> Every day, get that news, news. with Kelly Conrad. that news. Every day. Thank you, Kelly. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragoncast. We'd love for you to join us over there. Rah. I'm gonna, <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were just going to yeah, start graveling at no, them. No, I just, I just, I, I just forgot. I was going to do this at the beginning here, uh, but we started talking about Werther's and stuff instead. Lindsay, you have something you want to share with us that sounded really cool. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure, I've got something I can plug. Um, it's it's called so it's something I do called the twenty four hour plays. Um, and during the pandemic, we've done the twenty four hour plays viral monologues. It's available on Instagram TV or YouTube. It's at two four hour plays at Instagram. And it's uh, a lot of celebrities and working actors and young actors doing monologues that have been written and, and rehearsed and, and prepared in a single day. And they're often doing it in their own home. So you get to see Hugh Dancy in his, uh, like literally his cabbage patch, doing a monologue written about him standing in a cabbage patch. Or Davi digs in front of crazy wallpaper in his house, talking about crazy wallpaper. Or... David Cross in a bathtub wearing a sailor's cap. Um, it's fun stuff. And it's a not-for-profit. And we did it just to give artists and writers something to do during the pandemic. And you should check it out. Love it. We'll put links down in the description so you can go find that. Fuck it, let's play! We've been betrayed. Okay, we're up to date now. <laughs> Moot, Glim, and Sully, you find yourselves in a prison cell. Nampon 9 standing on the other side of the bars laying out the tragedies that have befallen some of Faerun and Toriel as a whole because of the actions of yourselves. Expect goblins to live in a designated goblin district. It's apparent on its face. If you see a little doggy fall through a portal, Check to see if that little doggy has a little boy chasing it. Just check. Guys, when he says Goblin District now, just like saying it back to it, 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 it doesn't sound right. I, I, I mean, I agree. It, at the time, though, it seemed... It seemed like a solution, but it wasn't a solution. A solution would have been integration with the majority of the population. Yeah. However, we were very young. We were just starting out, but I think like this needs to. Moot, can you write this down? This needs to be something we backtrack these, on. These are good lessons. Yeah. I don't like the trickery, and I don't like being in the prison cell. Yeah, but, it's not my favorite. But I do appreciate um, sort of the insight that the hindsight is giving us. Oh yeah, for sure. They say it's twenty thirty. I'm glad this is sinking in with somebody. Sonny, take the Worthers, and he hands it out to Glenn. He's real bad with pronouns. That's why he always asks for them. I'll thanks. I, don't eat that. Don't eat that, Glim. We don't know no, what's I'm, in those. I'm not going to punish myself by not eating the Worthers. Yeah, but you don't know if it's a Worthers. Oh, oh, you're right. This guy just locked us in a cage. He just don't, tricked us. Don't take something. Do not <sighs> take candy from strangers. Who would be more strange than this person we thought we knew and is now not the person we thought we knew? Is your name even really Nanpa Gnome Nine Nate? I, you know what? You're I don't so even, close, I Sally. don't even You're care so to close. know. I don't even care to know. Let us out. I am Nanpa, ninth of his good name, and you should just think about what you've done for a minute. And he kind of wheels away. Professor, tell him. <laughs> Smashing things against the bars. I mean, is anybody getting any of this? So I'm not. I mean, I feel like he, they're really trying to express themselves, but I'm not picking up. Well, like the, not I can even tell there's word. passion behind, yes. but I yeah. just, I just don't. I'm not getting any. Well, of it. what I'm not understanding is we we were outlined some wrongdoings, 
And sure, <laughs> yes, that happened. Mistakes were made. But now, as we try to fix them, we are bamboozled in a cage. How is this supposed to change anything? Yeah. How is it supposed to change anything? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Nanfar is far away talking talking to these other weird uh, uh, assemblage of creatures who kind of came up right as soon as the cage went down. Yeah, let's just, uh, uh, sorry. Let's just, talk about those creatures. I was going to yeah. say, take a second, and maybe uh, feel free if you want me to jump in on any, but if you want to describe them, Lindsay, that would be great. Sure. Uh, uh, only one is a human. He's tattooed uh, from his neck to his toes. He's wearing a a, a white sort of sleeveless t-shirt, uh, big big black billowing pants. He seems to have a tome of some sort on his side, and and is covered in tattoos. Um, there's a big tall mantis creature, um, with. Uh, uh, a wicked-looking, looking, looking two-headed battle axe at the ready, um, and you also see what looks like an ooze carrying a holy symbol. And I, you know, I don't know if you can tell if it's a holy symbol, an unholy symbol, a neutral symbol, but it's definitely kind of religious-looking. And a little pseudopod comes out of the ooze, holds up the the holy symbol. Once while an ear comes out of the ooze and listens to what someone else is saying, and sometimes a head comes out of the ooze and nods. Well, it certainly is an interesting collection of folks here. Um, are we being punished? With that, there's a knock at the door. No, why would there be a knock at the door? This is a prison. People can just walk in all the time. I was going to say, there's like bars. There's not really a door. Oh, well, there's Come like in. a door. Like to the to the chamber, <laughs> to right? To the chamber. <laughs> oh, okay. What I meant. You didn't say there was a door when we came in. A secret rock door you didn't see before mm-hmm. just opens. Yeah. If you had a dwarf, if you thought to bring a dwarf with you, you would have seen it. Where's your dwarf? Where's your dwarf, people? A, a human dressed in uh, robes enters and looks to the group that's not behind bars and says... Daisy, we'll see you now. Done fucking around, I guess. And then Paul looks a little... His face never moves. He's a robot with no movable features. But he, his head hangs a little bit. He looks a little crestfallen as he squeaks after the robe figure. Time to see Daisy. I hope he's in the biggest amount of trouble. Me too. What if he, he was supposed to just give us dinner or something and instead he put us in prison? Can I squeeze through these bars? I'm a small person. No. They're jail bars. You're four feet tall. It matters how thin I am, not how tall I am. Okay, so you're six inches thin? No. I know how big (laughs) six inches is, Russell. (laughs) That sounded weirdly pointed. (laughs) For no particular reason do I know. Okay, fine. I can't squeeze through the bars. Uh, is there the bars came from above or below? You're in an entirely different area. <laughs> I said you were oh, in a so jail like, cell. So so bars <laughs> came down and then they took us and to then a jail. Oh, well, that moved. part I didn't understand. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> I didn't either. Fuck you, Tom. If no one but God agrees that's what happened, did it happen? I mean, I didn't follow that either, okay, but just oh, hearing God. Russ like spell it out for you was very funny. Well, You're not even there. I would... I was under the impression that we were still in the barred. Oh no, like, I kind of had like these. Well, fuck. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. I'd like to pick the lock. You check your pockets and realize that everybody has taken all of your things from All you. of my things? All of your things. What about my rock? They put you in jail. Did they what take about my rock? Stuff in her butt. Yeah, what about the keistered stuff? His butt. Sorry. That's okay. It's not a name, it's butt. Or is it? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> yeah, what about the um the secret lock pick that I've keistered? Stuff. Yeah. What about the butt stuff, Russ? Okay. Uh roll me straight D twenty. Above ten, you've got your lock picks in your butt. Below ten, you don't have your lock picks in your butt. This doesn't seem very fair. It's fifty fifty. It's ten. 
You have half so I guess you don't. You have you don't. half of your lockpick set in your butt. Above <laughs> <laughs> and below. He didn't say what happened with tin. Guys, I can only get 50% of them out. We're going to have to work with what we've got here. Can I roll a disadvantage to pick a lock with only half the amount of lockpicks I need? As the, the secret stone door closes, you unkeister half of your lockpick set and can roll with disadvantage to try and pick the lock. And did all the baddies go to see Daisy or just... Everybody, okay. yeah, they the whole went. group left. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I can't roll above a 10. Plus sleight of hand. Yeah, uh, so that is a 12. Yeah, with half of the lockpick set, you are unable to pick this lock. Guys, sorry, they're just too slippery. Let's just let that sit for a second. Yeah, yeah. Just a, just a long silence after that. <sighs> okay, so... Just gonna put him back. <gasps> what the heck? We're trying to help. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I made Russ make a face. We're trying to help the orb. So, are they the cult? Is there no cult? I don't yeah, understand. Is, there is it all orb? a trick? Is this just about punishing oh, us for question. bad things that we did? Great question. This is a great question. Is there even a fucking prophecy? We've just been swindled. I'm mad. Yeah, I guess nothing nothing they said could be true. Moot, melt these bars with your magic. Oh, can you do that? Try that. I mean, I can try. Okay, okay great. All right, stand back. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll hit it with a scorching ray. Fuck, I Last hope we'll a that unicorn does. shows up. Yeah, but out, outside, outside the bars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so to hit is a 17 on the bars. You'll hit the bars, yep. Perfect. <laughs> the bars don't jump out of the way. Or... Do you want some damage as well? Yeah, give me some damage. Uh, that is nine fire damage. Describe to me how cool Moot looks casting <laughs> this spell. I mean, Moot looks super cool. He, oh, sorry, I guess it, uh, oh no, that's right. It says there's three rays, but yet I roll a, uh... Two D6s. All right. Oh, no, there we go. Three D6s. All right. Hang on. There's one more. Uh, add a four to that. So 13, I guess. Sure. Even better. Uh, Moot looks super cool doing this to jail cell bars. <laughs> just he's just got like a torrent of fire coming out of his hands. Swirling around your hands and you release it towards the bars. And this field shoots up. Out of like almost out of the ground, it seems, as the fire redirects back towards the three of you, and you each take 13 fire damage. Wait, we Dope. don't share the fire damage among us. No. <laughs> Sharing is caring. As you fall to the ground, coughing and trying to catch your breath, as the as the air around you is just ignited, we transition to another room. A boardroom of sorts. And inside, it's wood paneled. It's like a, a floral yellow and green wallpaper on the walls. And in walks Nampa Nine and Professor Smart Monkey, followed by their crew, as this person leads them in, tells them, you can, you can have a seat and Daisy will be in shortly. Fine. I'll take a kettle of whiskey, but only one. And under protest kettle of whiskey coming right up and he exits through a a back door that's like a, a panel door that doesn't look like a door it's just a secret entrance you all sit down and everybody's kind of just silently looking at each other waiting for someone to break the tension well i've had better days kids the ooze kind of lifts up its ear and the holy symbol and pulls itself up onto the table slowly. And Professor Smart Monkey reaches into his pocket and starts like tossing the chalk up into the air. You know, they might pay out, Professor. They might, uh, Nanpa looks around at the rest of the crew. They might allow you guys your brains back. Or maybe we'll just he leans over to, to, to the professor and says, maybe we'll just kill everybody and leave. Professor Smart Monkey 
Kind of stops at that for a moment. Ooh, 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 ooh. Man. You know, maybe with uh with those morons in the cage we can we can uh team up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> get paid, kick balls, and get the hell out of here. With that the back panel door opens up and in walks a small gnome in a freshly pressed lavender pantsuit. Hair pulled back into a tight bun. She hops up onto the chair at the end and says, Well, it looks like you balls have finally done something right. Listen, Lick would be nothing without balls. Don't don't give me that. You bureaucrats are nothing. Uh, Lick has the power of Orcus at his side. Lick does everything Lick needs, but you are called in just to get the nuisances out of the way. Balls. Balls is the answer. Balls is always the answer. Conversations. Can I just talk to the monkey? I don't know why I didn't start with him. Uh, uh, Nanpa wheels himself into the corner and just like sulking. Professor Smart Monkey. And looks over to Nanpa 9. No, no, no. You please lead this conversation with Daisy. I'm done. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes, he is very difficult sometimes. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The fact of the matter is, you brought them all here, and you're right. You do deserve your reward. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what I want, Daisy, and he yells from the, the far corner of the paneled room, what I want is my team back. Your team back? Well, your team is under contract uh, of sorts. Uh, the new right hand, uh, well, I guess he's not new right hand, but he's very, loves just organization and having things neat in an order. Uh, I mean, you've met you've met Varnox once, and, and Lipsinki, she, she's new around here. I think she's coming in later today just to kind of deal with this problem. What I want is a tag in my chassis that doesn't say morally questionable. Well, if you weren't so morally questionable, we wouldn't have to put that tag on you. Now would we, Nanpa? Pay us and let's end this charade. I don't like you. You don't like me. Stop fucking around. Stop fucking around. All right. I'll stop fucking around. She gets up. She grabs her clipboard that I forgot to mention when she walks in. And she storms out of the back panel. Slams it behind her. Your counterparts, uh, their gaze drifts over to you, sulking in the corner, and then over to Professor Mar- Smart Monkey, who also is looking uh, troubled. And you hear a click at both doors, as if they are locked. I love that it's a big cave, and they're like secret slide- <laughs> sliding stone I doors. Totally. And then it's like how when you lock a bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, I'm picturing this super like Doctor Evil. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Cave. Mm-hmm. There's probably a stream at some point. Sure. In it. There's a hiss that starts, and gas is beginning to fill the room. And we cut back to Mootklum and Sully. Wait, that was my room, not their room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was like, you seem very nonchalant, but uh, There's a we lot. all look at death differently as well. <laughs> There's a lot about breathing and not breathing on my character sheet, which I shall study as you guys play Ooh. D&D. And D&D yeah. we shall. So, oh my God, you guys, what if it's Miss Man Meow Meow? He did mention Neverwinter. Yeah, he called it like Neverwinter, which is just weird. But, like, oh. I, now I feel so bad. What if this all is all because of me and that stupid ledger and escaping from prison? Can I say something? I know that you stole that and you shouldn't have. But if you hadn't have, we never would have even met. Well, we never would have met. Mo- we, none of us would be together. I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I feel like it was the right thing, even though it was the wrong thing. Well, I mean, she told me to do it, but... She's awful. And so what if now this is her, you know, getting me back? I don't know. Do you think that she had access to, like, a subterranean prison? It's true. I don't... I she mean, had her own prison. Why would she need a second prison? 
I don't know. I know she was very powerful, like kind of locally, but I don't know. This seems like a pretty wide reaching. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you could be right. She could walk through the door right now. And we all pause and look at the door, like, Mm -hmm. just in case. That would have been pretty cool, though. Also, guys, can I just apologize for the fire thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like mostly only just like hurt me a little bit. But like, you know, I thought maybe it might work. And Sully, you were so like supportive of the idea. You know what? I thought, you know, it looks so cool. All right. Well, that's Um, something. My clothes are ruined, though. But luckily I was wearing the cult robe. So like my regular good stuff is still okay. Actually, I'm just going to take, and he takes off the tattered pieces of the the robe that he was wearing. I'm just going to take these off, maybe use them as like a weapon of some kind. Now it's in strips. Oh, okay. Maybe I can like garrot somebody with it. I don't know. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, I'm going to need a boost. Yeah, just climb up their back and just. Do we call someone in here? Are they going to give us food or? We cut to a small office and Daisy is storming in. Just horrendously upset. And seated behind the desk is a a gnome with two pigtails who sees her enter and Daisy stops and says, Oh, Lipsinky, uh, I thought I thought you were coming later. Oh, well, you know me. I just show up whenever I feel like it. Just a little bit early, a little surprise. Yeah. Um, well, good, good, good news on several fronts. Good news on several fronts. Uh, uh- I love good news. Yes, I know you do. Uh, balls, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know those, you know those crazy yeah, balls. kids' balls. Yeah. Um, they uh, brought in the, the nuisances, the ones that uh, that uh, Orcus has prophesized the, will maybe the requested nu- nuisances are here now. Yes, they are here now. That is good. Well, that is good news. You said you had more good news? Yes, we are taking care of balls as we speak. The room is filling with gas. Eliminate that problem. Right. Um, do you think they're all susceptible to gas? Well, why wouldn't they be susceptible to gas? Well, I thought that one little fellow was kind of like a mechanical and maybe didn't have the the breathing organs and... Uh, right. Right. Um, what I forgot to tell you is that also fire will start after the gas. Oh. Fire will start after the gas. And she opens the door and she's like, Victor, Victor, remember the fire. Remember the fire, please. Third point of order, that team we sent, uh, you know, to the moon uh, to open the gateway to the abyss and allow the portal power to erupt forth. Right. That, that is underway as well. Ooh, that's great news. Yes. Look, we're just checking off boxes left, Daisy, right, and center. you are doing such a good job. And then all of these portals will begin opening up. And then, and, and well, I mean, you say it better than I do. But, I mean, it's time for celebration. Well, I think, like, the Orcus party is going to be starting real soon. Sounds like. Varnox maybe mentioned um, a... Uh, a promotion if uh, I managed to do so many so many good things. Oh, well, um, I'm not sure. He didn't mention that to me. I'm not. Oh, didn't didn't make it down the chain when you were having your your uh, your meetings. Um, well, maybe maybe he just forgot. Uh, I'll talk to him next time I see him uh, and just see if that's important to him and to t- t- Orcus. We cut back to the boardroom as the room is slowly filling. You can see it. It's like water slowly filling with this green gas. Professor Smart Monkey looks to Nanpaw with a panicked face. Nanpaw is going to roll over to Professor Smart Monkey and, and hug him from behind like he's, like he's doing a rescue swimming crawl. And says, just go limp, little buddy, go limp. And he goes limp. This is why they call me Pop Pop. And you hear Pop. And a little flap comes out of the back of his chassis, like the back of a union suit. And then there's a second Pop Pop. And out of the back of that flap, the whole black ball that he's been rolling on 
suddenly inflates all at once, like a, like a slide on an, on an airplane. And suddenly, he's 10 feet tall. He's like a buff Michelin man. And he pulls off his features from his face, and he puts them on his belly, and he pulls down his fez to hide his head, and he's just a big dude. And he takes his crossbow, and he takes his shield, and he takes his baseball bat somehow, and he grabs Professor Smart Monkey, and he and he kicks in the door. Thank you for saying door and not kicks Professor Smart Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> he takes Professor Parsmore and bashes him against the door. Just until destroys it. him. Uses him as a weapon. Go limp. <laughs> Go limp. Because Nanpa 9 is a rune knight, and he is suddenly large size, and he's way stronger. And he kicks open the door towards the cage where Destiny's children are. <laughs> the door erupts open into the, the prison area, and uh, Nampa 9 and Smart Monkey, who's gone limp and probably is concussed, look back at your, your team as the gas is pouring out of this office now and into this new chamber that you are walking in, this prison chamber that you are walking into. And you look back at them and they're not, they're unmoving. Like there's, they're looking at you, but there's no recognition behind their eyes. Guys, guys, nothing, nothing. Come on, come on. None of them move. Mooklim and Sully. Do you still look like Nampon 9 when you're big or is it something like unrecognizable? Uh, he's, he's wearing a black, he looks like a buff Michelin man. He's wearing a black suit. Okay. He's got the full, the full Russ Moore vision of the men in black effect. Yep. Is what he looks like. So his head is yoga ball sized now, not not volleyball sized. And his mustache is kind of proportionate. And his big crossbow is a hand crossbow. And his baseball bat's a billy club. Uh, so busting into this prison, uh, into your prison cell, and now gas pouring in is Nampa 9 carrying a, a gone limp Professor Smart Monkey. You see the, the three others in this in this boardroom behind them, based on how this room has exploded out, who appear unmoving. Um, from somewhere beyond, you hear, like, uh, muffled yelling, but you can't quite make out what they're saying. Nanpa yells out, Open the Werthers! Shut the door! You're letting all the poison out! Or, I guess, maybe in, in this case? I guess it depends on where you want uh... the poison. <laughs> Looks sadly at his slack-jawed team, and robots don't sob, but just close slowly closes the door and looks back at you guys. Uh, I'm gonna open the Werthers, but I'm gonna I'm trying to do it kind of quietly because I don't really want Sully and Moot to know that I'm doing it. But of course, that means it's like somehow takes ten minutes and it's so loud instead of just like pulling it open. Sure. You know, you've so you've you all are, been to movies. You're you're miss you <laughs> yeah, are, we call that the movie. You theater are Mr. Special. Bean at church <laughs> trying to eat a hard candy. Yes. But I get yeah. it open and I'm like, should I Do you want me to eat it? I mean I don't Oh my God, Glenn, don't eat it. You open the Werthers and inside as you hear the crinkled wrappers painfully unwrapping is a key. Ooh, ooh. Sully, it's a key. It's that's like your what the f- Do you want to do the honors? It's probably the gifts out of here. Well, you know, I mean you can do it, but I'm just like feeling real bad. I told you not to eat it earlier. Why did you give us a key earlier? You seemed really Well I'm- actually not eating it was <gasps> the right true. advice. It's tr- oh. What if I thought it was wow. a key-shaped Werther's? I mean, I don't think I would have done that, but I maybe. And oh, let's unlock the, the door. The door. The unlock yelling, the door. The yelling from down the hall sounds like it's getting louder and coming closer. Um, I try the key in the lock, and it opens like a <laughs> noise happens, mm. and the door swings open, and you're able to step up. We haven't forgiven you, but let's fucking leave. I don't expect you to. And let's kill everybody instead, and then leave. You know what? I'm mad enough. Let's do it. Glim, is that okay? I mean, these are evil guys. They're real evil, and so are you. you I'm, I'm morally questionable. He shows you his tag. I can't believe that identification system anymore. Everything is a lie. Uh, really? Doesn't it check out? <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that always right? You know, with the the leisure of more time to think about it, I'm sure I'd agree. However, you got a bigger problem. Did I tell you Orcus is always naked, by the way? I'm sorry, Orcus? So, sorry, 
Always, <laughs> naked. always naked. That's your question, Why? Moat. Don't know. I mean, but, if you could be it's, always it's naked. really intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real power move when you go into Shark Tank really and is. there's orcas standing there saying, "I got the money. What are you gonna give me?" Oh, yuck. Um, okay. <laughs> A side door uh, smashes open, and on the other side are three cultists with uh, a sword, a sickle, and uh, that one has nunchucks. Um, <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> and they scream. <laughs> You're just gonna, and the last one has nunchucks. Yeah, um, and there's nunchucks. Uh, there's nunchucks. No big deal. Um, and they say, "Stop! Stop! Get back in your cell! What are you? What are you doing?" And charge towards you, Sully. You're up first. Three cultists. Sword, sickle, nunchucks. All right, I'm going for nunchuck guy. Chuck. Okay. It's the right you call. have none of your equipment on you. Mm. You have that that. I scraps. do have one thing. You have your garroting uh, torn robes. I have better than garroting things, you guys. I looked at my character sheet. What? And I truly doubt that they stripped me of these nondescript cloths around my wrists being my master's hand wraps. That's right. We've never heard of this before. Folks, strap in. Amy's about to read off her character sheet. <laughs> Lindsay, I <laughs> hope you, you know Sean. that this is like a momentous <laughs> occasion. So. Um, I mean, it's a it's long paragraph. No, I'm just kidding. So they're just wraps around my wrists that they add to my unarmed strikes. Uh, also, uh, when I take an attack action, I can choose to make a special attack as well, lashing out with the extra strips of fabric uh, and like pulling a creature closer to me. So it's very exciting. Uh, so I'm going to take an action first, which is going to be obviously an unarmed strike. I'm, I'm going to just like run up and just like punch, <laughs> jump and punch nunchuck dude in the face. <laughs> All that. All, that was so much. Yeah. All that. All that lead up. Does a... Wait. That's a five. Does a seven hit? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Had you said uh, anything else, maybe. Eight would have done it. Maybe. Seven, not so much. Seven, I have a hard okay, time believing so a I trained nunchuck cultist has kay. a dexterity of minus two. <laughs> Shut up. Three. I'm not done my turn. I, I'm going to describe what I do. I, I run up and I two hand punch on either side of his head and then just go like, I'm, blow, I'm blowing seven different kinds of smoke. And then I, and then, and then, and then I, um, I disengage as my, as my cunning action. And I, and I, whoo, 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 backwards. <laughs> So you're welcome. You get to call who's next. <laughs> it's going to be Nunchuck Guy. <laughs> because I think he's probably a little confused right now and wants to respond. Sure. Yep. Because <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> and I'm really sorry for wasting everyone's time. <laughs> I, I love it. This my favorite. <laughs> yep. Uh, Nunchuck is, is, is stunned. Um... And takes a moment to collect himself. And it's like seven kinds of smoke. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, can somebody else take this? And he calls to one of his friends, uh, the sickle uh, person beside, who's going to, who looks at Nampa 9 and then kind of like, you see this look in his eyes like, mm, maybe not yet. <laughs> above my pay grade. Um, and charges towards Glim. I mean, that's a weird... I'm also big and intimidating, okay? <laughs> but slightly less than a giant yeah. robot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A robot. Um, uh, does a 15 hit without armor on. Oh, yeah. My chainmail only makes me a 16 and I have an 18 AC, so I think it is not... I think that's all, that's all me. That's all natural, baby. <laughs> Wowza, pausa. Okay, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, he charges over to you, and you dodge out of the way of his of his advance. Um, I'm gonna throw it to you there, Glim. Okay, can I try and fire blast him? Please do. Oh wait, you have to roll. You need to get a. 
uh, Crit one? Dex 12. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. You did your job I, excellently, I did Russ. It. I did it. I'm playing D&D, guys. Does that mean you get double damage? Sure. <laughs> no, let's not set that precedent. Some uh, of us roll now. lots of ones. For now. <laughs> I die. Um, 14 fire damage. You touch my donkey? Blast. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah, so you like, you, you, his robes are lit, and he's screaming, running around on fire, which is a terrible thing to do, but he's doing it, um, and, like, hit, runs and hits the bars and knocks himself out. Moot, do something cool! Okay, uh, Moot is going to, uh, take a look at the nunchuck guy who's still pretty confused about what happened earlier, and, uh, he's gonna hit him with a mind spike. So I'm going to reach into that confused mind, and you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Now, being so confused, are you maybe, like, yeah, disadvantage on that? He's already confused. Is it disadvantage? <laughs> sure, I rolled a nine. I mean, it's not great, and it's not enough to dodge the full damage. So you're taking 3d8 psychic damage. Love Do it. it. It's a good spell. So what you're saying is I confused him enough to make your spell. Yeah, really you like good? loosened the lid on the pickle jar and then oh, he opened you. it. You're taking 21 psychic damage. Ooh, baby. As he's focused on the all the kinds of smoke that Sully's blowing, because uh, this is all kind of happening at the same time, like you, he, he, he goes from confusion to pain to being on the ground, doubling over with his eyes like bulging out of his head and crumples in silence. There's one uh, swordsman left. Nanpa does see this and says, whoops, bad magic. You get it. <laughs> We're in the middle, middle high. So right before he started the song, Russ turned around and he had cat's eyes. Yeah, it was really spooky. He looked into the camera. Scary stuff. And Darkness you should see the moves he was doing. They were amazing. The yeah, and then Vincent Price showed up. So Yeah. It's getting weird over here, you guys. I'm scared. Yeah, just we're... a classic January kind of thriller thing. You know. Just a Jan thriller. That's right. We're <laughs> you know what? We January Okay, I'm just gonna keep talking over top of everybody here. Perfect. We're glad to be back here in January. I know we were only off for a literal week, but it felt like much longer than that. Through the magic uh, of recording in advance, we were off for longer than a week, and it was delightful. It was very good. We had a good break. We hope you had a good break, too. Uh, we're in the middle of this episode where we teased off the top that you should listen right through to the end because some wild and crazy things are happening and will continue to happen uh, through the last little bit of this episode. So just a reminder that there will be explanation after the episode. Hold your questions until the Hold end, the please. Phone. No questions yet. But then if you have questions, like, feel free to hop on over to Discord, yeah. ask your questions. But yep. all will be revealed. That's right. Put them in the spoiler chat if they're explicitly spoilers. Yes. And, and use a little use that spoiler extra tag. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And feel free to be mad at me specifically if anything yeah, happens. Not me. I don't handle confrontation well. But if you want to take all that pent up feeling and, and just give it, a, give it to Russ, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. we'll give you a little tip. It gets easier the more you get mad at Russ. Yeah. <laughs> the first time feels wrong, but then when you keep having to go back to the well, like it really becomes second nature. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, what else can we say? We've kind of really teed this up, I think, higher than it's going to be. I, uh, I agree. So just okay. like everything's cool. Don't worry about it's it. Not, but just, just like listen to the whole episode. Life. Listen, listen on to the next 20 minutes. One and a half times speed if you want. It's fine. No, there's some cool stuff that happens. Okay, don't, don't do li that. listen on half speed then. D don't Ooh, listen. Don't do that. That makes it sound like you're a robot. So Oof. just listen to a, at the regular speed. You yes. enjoy listening. Yes. Oh, all right. You you live your life. I think is what we're we're, we're the constant message. That's the that one. We're, yeah. Uh, and then join us at Patreon.com/slash/DumbDragonCast. Okay, thanks. Bye. 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 Uh, uh, so yeah, Nanpa's kind of at the far end of the cavern from the rest of them, but really big. He's going to very tenderly put down the professor and and stride over uh, uh, to the, just just try to get 
really in the middle of everybody if he can. He wants to be near as 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 many of the Destiny, Destiny's children as he can, and and he wants to uh, you know uh, get in front of Sickle, and and just bash him in the face with his billy club, and say, "I've been waiting to do this forever, bureaucrats." And he's gonna roll, and it's a dirty twenty. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Give me some damage. That's twelve damage of billy club in the face. His face is crushed in as this billy club connects and his head spins around and is unrecognizable uh, from what he was before. The three um, guards uh, have uh, have all been dispatched and you hear, or I guess Nampa 9 recognizes the voice of Daisy calling down. They, they've escaped. Uh, Lipsinky! But uh, this, this, uh, things aren't going well. I probably didn't deserve the promotion, but we should probably just uh, come help me deal with this because I'm just a bureaucrat. Well, now you told me it was all good news. Now you're telling me it's bad news? What's the bad news? They've escaped. I'm sorry, you had them here and they have escaped? Well, maybe. Maybe. How about I go still... see for myself? I. Would you like me to come with you and escort you to show you the way? Yes, please. Let's go quickly. You hear uh, high-heeled footsteps uh, walking down uh, towards your prison cell. How do we get out of here, Nampa? Where are all my stuffs? Oh, that's also a good question. And can the professor use his magic and get us out of here all at once? Professor's in bad shape. I'm going to have to carry him. Your stuff is down the hall in the evidence room. And Nampa uses his big, long, rubbery feet. To kick down another door. Let's go get a stuff. I don't know that this is the way to the evidence room. Oh, what the but fuck? this was the well, this is the, this was the most rickety door. Let's try it. You crash out into a hallway and uh, some other bureaucrats kind of run scatter out of the way and uh, scream running down the hall. The hallway is clear. People dive into offices and you hear these quick footsteps being followed by slower paced ones, more moderately paced ones, coming down from the left and you see a doorway that has a big sign that says evidence in here off to the right. Well, let's go I I would really like to get my sword and everything else. Let's just get in there and then get out. It's just this way, Lipsinky. I, I don't think it'll take us long to get here and I hear there's a, a crashing door and people screaming. That probably means something's happening. Alright, I want you to maybe get behind me when we get in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Drop him back. Drop him back. Drop him back. Uh, is the door to the evidence room unlocked, Russ? Can we just open it? It opens up and there's. it's filled with all sorts of uh, weapons and uh, mystical artifacts and uh, tomes and maps. And Pa yells, Actually, if you see the orb, you should probably grab it. Ah, fuck your orb. That's what got us in this no, situation no. in the first place. Yeah, it's a good orb. Grab it. Uh, do I see the orb anywhere? Do we see our stuff anywhere? I'd like to grab random things. Yeah, I want to roll a d100 and just grab something, and we'll figure out what it is later. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> I've made my roll. I've written down the response. I will let you oh. know when it is time. Me too. Me, me, too. Me, too. me too. Me too. Remember, it's a purple. Okay, everybody's got their random things. Okay, uh, who, who, uh, Mute, you're specifically looking for... Uh, I'll take uh, lead on the orb, because I don't really have equipment, per se. Okay, uh, you roll me an investigation for the orb. Okay. Um, everybody else, you are able to find pretty quickly your things. As they are newly added items, they're just kind of tossed on top. Uh, it's 15 for the investigation. Rooting around quickly, you hear uh, the footsteps and... Like a sinister laugh coming from a very southern-sounding gnome who rounds a corner, and you see before you, Lipsinky, um, a giant... Not giant. It, would you describe... Yeah, he's gi- guarding the yeah, door. Um, a giant robot uh, guarding the door. So you don't see everybody else, but you see this robot before you. So, Nampai, you also see... You recognize as Lipsinky coming around the corner, who is... Varnox is right, uh, left hand, you know, right hand, and Varnox is the right hand to Orcus. Well, well, well. Welcome to the party, child. You look different in clothes. Well, now, what are you guys trying to do? 
and I'm going to attack myself. What have you done to me, Russ? I'm going to. Well, you're attacking a robot right now. You don't know that. You don't see the other ones behind them. I'm in the way of the door. Yeah. Uh, well, he can't block the whole door, does he? He's giant. It's a big robot, and it's a normal door. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do the thing I was going to do, and instead, I'm going to uh, Eldritch Blast him. All right. Does a 24 hit? That is going to hit. That only does six damage. Not so bad. Ow! Everybody inside, you hear Nampa yell, and the, and the sound of this sweet-sounding individual who might have hurt him outside. You okay, big man? Yeah. Y'all want to come out here? I've been dying to meet you. How close is is uh, um, Lipsinki to uh, Nampa? A uh, hall, longish hallway distance. All right. So he is carefully going to put his billy club down beside the, the, the slumped body of the professor. Hold this, Fess! And pull out his hand crossbow and shoot it at Lipsinki. That's a three on the die. I don't think any bonus is going to help that. That's an eight. Does an eight hit? It does not. So close, though, I bet. Oh, Lindsay, welcome to my world. But I get two attacks per action because <gasps> I'm a fighter. Does a 21 hit? Oh, it does. Seven damage. A little bit more than you did. All right, y'all. Come out. Come out wherever you are. Russ, have I been able to track down this orb yet? fired back and forth, you would have found the orb. Nampa, you you said this expands and makes portals? Is that something we can do right now? have to ask the professor. Okay, and I, like, crawl beside Nampa's leg and, like, <laughs> grab the professor, try to, like, bring him into the little room with us. And, like, does does Lipsinky just see, like, a hand groping between the <laughs> legs yeah. of yeah. this giant robot and, like, grab the limp monkey and drag him through? <laughs> Wait, can I see Lip Sinky through my vantage point of through the legs? I mean, not clear shot, but you definitely would see uh, a figure. We've described Lip Sinky before, but like uh, long, pippy, long stocking pigtails. And I, I, what's Lip Sinky wearing these days? You tell me, Carla. Oh, I think still just like classic overall, just like a jean dungaree overall. Yeah, right. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Okay, well, um, yeah, I mean, while I'm, before I grab the professor, I throw some uh, magic missiles off towards Lipsinky. All right. Uh, so those are going to auto hit. Those auto hit, and I'll roll you some damage. Unless Lipsinky has anything powerful against those, but I don't think that's... I don't think so. Uh, so it was a three, three, and a one, so that's seven force damage. Oh, each one gets a plus one, so ten force damage. Lips Sinky, you see a hand reach out to grab the monkey, but then just like a face peek out and three magic missiles come careening towards you, which knocks you a little bit off balance. And I grab the monkey and also I'll roll for my wild magic surge. Please do. Oh, it's a nat 20. So I think that was Ah, good. Fine. Wanted a unicorn to show up. I mean, it would have been great. I'm going to give Lipsinky another go here as you get hit by magic missiles. Monkey's being dragged back in as you kind of correct yourself. Um, I think I'm going to cast Wall of Light. Okay. Um, so this is a uh, very bright, large, thick wall. Um, blah, 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 sorry, it's like 9,000 words long. <laughs> No, it's um, so wall of text. You're reading wall of text. Each each creature in its area. Yeah, just finish after the first couple words like Russ would. <laughs> That's right. A shimmering wall. Done. Done. There you go. Perfect. Everyone in the area needs to make a con saving throw. How far is the area? Yeah, 120 feet. Wow, okay. 60 feet long, 10 feet high, 5 feet thick. I'm, All y'all. I'm, I got to roll this. Oh, that's me yes, too. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I did this to myself. Uh, <laughs> Professor Smart Monkey rolled a nat 20, but then I realized he was partially unconscious, so I rolled with disadvantage, and he got a two. I mean, it's I mean, less pro- great. Probably with a plus, but you know. 13. Glim got a 14. What I was looking for was a 17. Oh, fuck. 17. Wow. So you guys are going to. Well, take... Moot rocked it. He got a 22, so. Okay. Then I think you just take half 
damage. Oh, with perfect. Moot, We're all gonna die. With Moot save, <laughs> with Moot save though, and he's like dragging the monkey. Does he not protect the monkey at all? Well, no. It's like a wall of light, right? So I suppose. Well, yeah. Listen, I'm just grasping at straws here. Just trying to save the monkey, the only one who knows, knows how to use a stupid orb. Yep. So Nanpa suddenly realizes the problem with having pince-nez sunglasses and uh, and rolls a, rolls a six. <laughs> 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 uh, totally so great blind. news. I had bad rolls. It was a 14. Oh, well, actually, I'm sorry. I I rolled. I, I looked my character sheet wrong. He rolled an 11. Uh, it's still going to fail. And still looks really silly in his pince-nez sunglasses <laughs> and being blinded by the light over the top of the sunglasses. Adding insult to injury here. So 14, except for Moot, will take half. Oof. So did I just kill myself? Sorry. No. I have to take 14 damage? That's correct. Um, does that take you below zero? No, I have four left over. <laughs> right, right, you guys. But like this... this- <laughs> jolt of pain like woke this monkey up right oh yeah monkey's fired up and he's kind of stumbling around and he's looking at you like grab with his tiny hands grabbing your shoulders moot and i like i hold the orb out to him and say get us out of here professor grabs the orb and and like claps his hands onto the orb, which sends out this wave that disperses the light. And quickly, Moot Glimms Sully and Professor Smart Monkey snap out of the room, and suddenly you appear in a clearing in a forest, just kind of thrown to the ground. <coughs> Guys, I'm not doing oh, very good. I, is everyone okay? No. Sully's like bleeding from the mouth. Probably years. Where's Nampa? But what you didn't see is that as the edge of this portal, you know, sort of starts to starts to grow out, you see Nanpa uh, uh, pull off his fez and swing it like Slim Pickens riding the uh, the, uh, the missile at the end of yeah yeah uh, at 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 the end um, of Doctor Strangelove. And just rushes after Lipsinky and says, See you on the other side, smart monkey. As the four of you collect yourselves in the clearing, realize that Nampa is not there, and smart monkey's like panicked, like hitting at the orb and it's not doing anything. You look up and you see that it's kind of dusk and the moon is bright in the sky and there's this crack that rings out everywhere and starting in the center of it like this purple black energy begins to roil out across the face of the moon until it's completely covered and emitting like these long tendrils of energy that begin moving, seemingly moving towards you and the, the land below. Is, is anyone seeing this? That You're all seeing this, right? That doesn't look normal. <laughs> uh, Just panicked. I, I put a hand on Sully and heal him uh, 20 hip. Oh, that, feel, that feels nice. Oh, thanks, Glim. That feels nice. Oh, gosh. Uh, you're welcome, but I think we probably have a little bit of a situation happening, so... Oh, uh, 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 monkey, what's wrong with the moon? Professor Smart Monkey looks at the orb and looks at the moon and just shrugs. Well, it can't be good. Oh, is there anything in your book, Glim? I open my book. Is there any new new words? There's no new words. The next page after the scrawled note that you found earlier is a burnt black page. You're all looking down at the book and... The camera begins to 
move up and out of this clearing, and we begin to hear low droning moans coming from everywhere and nowhere all at the same time as it pans up and further into the air, and we see undead coming out of doors in villages in the surrounding area. Nampa 9 said that the Orcus is always naked. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 105, starring Amy Moore as Sully, Carla Maxted as Glim, Tom Laird as Moot, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master, with special guest Lindsay Bowen as Nanpon 9. Editing, production, and sound design is by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Kevin McLeod and Epidemic Sound, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Kat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Lulahan, and Charlie Warley. Support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You'll also receive bonus episodes and a full exclusive podcast called The Adventures Of, run by Tom, with characters played by Amy, Carla, and I. We hope to see you over there. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragoncast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. So you made it to the end! You did it. Thank you for staying. We asked you to and you did. You're the best. You're so good. So some things happened. Yeah, things went down. I hope there's no one. I know people uh, in my life who read books by flipping to like the last chapter and seeing if they like the way it ends before they invest the time into reading it. So I hope you weren't one of those people that now have like flipped ahead and were like, oh, some stuff happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but if you are, you did it to yourself. So I was going to say, that's, that's on you. You made that's a choice. Yeah. And, and we constantly said to live your life the way you want to live your life. And you did so. Um, but what has happened is the darkest timeline has begun. Uh, how's everybody feeling? A little, sh- little shaken up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just fantastic yeah. overall, except for that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. yeah. So the safe space of the babies is uh, still still thriving. Uh, if you have only been listening to Mooglim and Sully, we would love for you to join us at season two, episode 98, uh, where the story picks back up in the future timeline. If that makes any sense to you. Mm-hmm. It picks back yes. up yep. in the future. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. If you've been listening to both streams, then just keep listening yeah, as you keep are. keep doing your thing. We'd love for you to keep doing that. If you want to get the full experience... Go go on back and listen to all of the episodes straight on through. Lots of ton, ton lots of tons of goofs. Lots of tons of tons of goofs. Metric tons of goofs. Yes. So many. A few tears. It's we've got it all. Yep. Uh, but from here on out, it will be uh, one consistent story, which is set in the quote unquote darkest timeline. Um before wild and crazy things might or might not happen. We haven't played that far ahead. We're pretty far ahead, but not quite that far ahead. So we don't know even we don't even know what's going to happen. Good things. Fun things. Mm-hmm. It's our it's our job to make it okay. That's right. <laughs> True. No pressure. If they had one job. We got this. this is it. We got this, guys. We got it. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for experiencing Mooklim and Sully with us. Mooklim and Sully aren't going anywhere. They're still they're still kicking. They're still fighting. They're still going to be in in one shots here and there. And then who knows what happens in the future? Or the past. Or the, or the past. past. Or the past. Uh, hit mm. those bloops. Fire the bloops. Bloop. No, no, no. You please lead this conversation with Daisy. I'm done. Thank I did you. this to myself. Thank you. <laughs> no, I did it to you. But, you know, you assisted. Uh, so, popcorn, uh, Lindsay, you're aware of our popcorn initiative situation? Okay, cool. Uh, lost you again. Yes. <laughs> I figured that was a yes, but yes, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, cool. Um, it was just a no, and I have no further questions. <laughs> no. I'll figure it out as we go. Moot, Glim, Sully, Professor Smarty Pants. Nope, Professor Smart Monkey. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sign.
That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls. And a new Canadian TTRPG and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion. Let me show you. The action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together. If you run north, they will chase you. I suggest you stand behind me. Partner, I'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help. Tension continues to mount higher as our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits. As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm going to say to Sarah, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. I'm driving now. And it peaks as a danger and excitement hits its zenith, leading to great failure or success. Fenrir would be just fire at this point. She straight up might die. Like, this encounter might murder you. You know what? You lit me on fire! We're gonna be on fire, baby! And this tension relaxes. The tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. Discover Sign on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. The choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.